Amen. Amen. Everybody happy this morning? Amen. Let's lift up our hands and pray. Father God, we thank you for this morning. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity to come into your presence and worship you. Father, we honor you. We adore you. We give you praise. Welcome Holy Spirit in this house. I just want you to open your mouth and just welcome the Holy Spirit here. Father, this is your house. We give you praise. We honor you, Father. We give you everything. Father, we give you praise for your glory. Thank you for this uh, moment and thank you for this hour. In the name of Jesus. And everybody say amen. Amen. I am so happy to be here and I'm excited to be in Midland, Texas. My name is John Wakabi. I'm from Kampala, Uganda. I was raised in Uganda. I'm going to give you a little bit of testimony about Uganda. Uganda used to be a Muslim country. The president of Uganda was called Idi Amin, and he was a dictator, and he declared Uganda to be an Islamic state. Uh, And when he was uh, reigning in Uganda, it was a time of terror and fear. We lost a lot of people, including my family members. But uh, we had a small group of Christians in Uganda, and we began to pray for revival. And we told God, if you can only bring revival to, to Uganda and take this man out of this country with his soldiers, we're going we're gonna to dedicate Uganda to Jesus. Uganda by then was 90% Muslim and 10% Christian. But God is good. Today, Uganda is 97% Christian, and Jesus is alive. Somebody say amen. There's so many Christians in Uganda. The churches are so large. Uganda is about a nation of about 40 million people. But when you come to Kampala, you'll be surprised. There's a lot of people and everybody is calling on Jesus. When the president of Uganda came to power, he was not a Christian. When his wife told him to go to church, he said, I am not a Christian, and I don't go to church. I'm a politician. But we began to pray for the president of Uganda, and today the president of Uganda is born again, and he's serving Jesus. <clears throat> Can everybody say amen? amen. And, and uh, after preaching so many years in Uganda, and uh, we saw God turn a nation from zero to such a tremendous place whereby we have seen the mighty hand of God. Miracles have happened in, in Uganda. We have seen so many people come to Jesus, even Muslims converting to Christianity. And God spoke to me and he said, you know what, after what I've done here, I want you to go to America. Because if America changes, the whole world is going to change. And if the world changes, then Jesus will come back. Can everybody say amen? America is the influence of the world. You know, regardless of all the things that we've been through in this country, I want you to know that America is still a country that the world looks at. You know, everybody's influenced by whatever happens over here. So in order to bring revival to the nations of the world, in order to touch the nations of the world, we have to start from America. You know, right here, this is the center of revival to the nations of the world. So God sent me, sent me here and he said, I want you to go to 
America, and I want you to go to America and preach the gospel. The first time I came here, you know, when I was flying over America, you know, I came through, uh, I went from Uganda to, to Ethiopia, then to, to Rome. Then we got here five in the morning. I was in the plane, and I'm flying over New York City. I had never seen such a big city in my life. It was five in the morning. The lights are on, and my heart was pounding. I'm like, what did I just do? What am I going to preach to this kind of people? Am I crazy? Am I out of my mind? What is wrong with me? You know, so, so I began to pray. And God told me, don't worry. This, you're just going to preach the same way you preached in Africa. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same in Africa. He's the same in America. Somebody say amen. And God is so good. You know, I was in El Paso a few months ago at uh, the Colosseum. And ladies and gentlemen, there were 7,000 people in El Paso at the Colosseum. Miracles happened. The cripples walked because Jesus is alive. Can everybody say amen? And then somebody told me, said, you know what, when I first came here, they said, you know what, John, you're just excited with that fire from Africa. After a few years from now, you're not going to want to preach no more because America's got a lot of things. America's got a lot of alcohol, video games, and everything. You're not going to want to preach no more. God gave me this song, and the song says, keep the fire burning. And I'm going to ask you to stand up on your feet. We're going to sing it. I wrote this song myself, and I put it on CD, and we're going to sing it. Can everybody say Amen. Amen. I want everybody to, get, to stand up on your feet because we're going to dance for Jesus. Do, do you guys know how to dance in here? Amen. Because some people say, oh, I don't like dancing, but when they are watching the Dallas Cowboys, they get so crazy. I know I'm in, I'm, I'm in Texas. Can everybody say Amen. amen. You know, in, uh, in Denver, there we have the Denver Broncos and Peyton Manning. But whenever it comes to Texas, Dallas Cowboys, people go crazy. Jesus is bigger than the Dallas Cowboys. Can everybody say amen? amen. Lift your hands and do like this, everybody, if, if you can see me. Amen. Come on. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm excited. Amen. Lift your hands, everybody. Come on. A little bit louder, brother. Just for today.
Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I want everybody to remain standing. I want us to go to the book of uh, Zechariah, chapter 9 and verse 12. Brother, if you can put it on the screen, Zechariah, chapter 9 and verse 12. Zechariah, chapter 9 and verse 12. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Zechariah, chapter 9 and verse 12. Amen. I want us to read together because I believe that this scripture uh, is a scripture that God put on my heart when I was praying this morning and God told me to share this scripture with you. I want you to open up your heart and your mind because I believe without a doubt that God is going to bless you. Zechariah chapter 9 and verse 12. Amen. I'm going to count 1, 2, 3 and we're going to read together. Amen. Okay. 1, 2, 3. Return to the stronghold. Oh, you prisoners of hope. Are you ready, people? Zechariah chapter 9 and verse 12. This is what the Bible says. Turn you to the stronghold, oh, you prisoners of hope. Can we, can we read together? Turn you to the stronghold, oh, you prisoners of hope. And even today, I declare that I will render you double portion. Amen. Let's clap our hands to Jesus and give him praise. Amen. Amen. You can be seated in the presence of God. Amen. Prophet Zechariah declares and says, Return to the stronghold, or you prisoners of hope, and today, no tomorrow, I declare that I will give you double portion. Can everybody say amen? amen. God sent me this morning to talk to you about double portion. Everybody say double, double, double. Can everybody say amen? amen? God says, return to the stronghold, all you prisoners of hope. And even today, I declare that I'm not going to give you one, but I'm going to give you two. Amen. Can everybody say amen? amen? You see, in Africa, we play soccer. And over here in America, you guys play basketball. When I first came to America, you know, I, I didn't like the game of basketball because in soccer you don't touch the, hair, the ball with your hands. But when I started watching the NBA, I noticed that in soccer you play for 45 minutes plus another 45. And when you score a goal, they give you one point. But in the basketball game, if you make a basket, they give you two. Somebody say amen. Can everybody say amen? And when you take it from pressure and you take it from behind the line, how many do you get? You get three. Can everybody say amen? So God says, I'm not only going to give you one point, but I'm going to give you two. Can everybody say amen? God says, return to the stronghold, all you prisoners of hope. When you're a prisoner of hope, you do not give up. When you're a prisoner of hope, you keep moving forward. You're not moved by circumstances, you're moved by faith. God sent me to Midland this morning to let you know, regardless of where, what you've been through, where you've been, God says this is a year of a new season, and I'm going to give you double portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Double portion of blessings. Double portion of the anointing of God in the mighty name of Jesus. 
double portion here at Living Water. God says, I'm going to double everything. Double the congregation. Double your finances. Double your blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody say, Amen. What moves God is not tears. What moves God is faith. Where there is faith, there is power. The devil is shaken by faith. God is looking for people that are not going to look at what they have been through. God is looking for people that are moving forward. God sent me this morning to tell you, you are a prison of hope. Don't give up on God. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 13, the Bible says there are three important things. One is faith. Then there is hope and love. And the greatest among this is love. God wants us to have faith, have uh, hope, and have love. What moves God is our faith, our hope, and our love. That is what is going to bring revival in America. Can everybody say amen? I was praying and God spoke to me and said, revival is coming to America. We are about to see the greatest move of God on this planet. We are about to see God do something new. The reason why you see all the chaos around the world is because the devil knows he's losing the battle. Jesus Christ, he's alive. Somebody say amen. So we are not intimidated by everything that we see on television. One thing that I know, we serve a mighty God. The one that is in us he's greater than the one that is in the world somebody say amen so we are yet to see the glory of god we are yet to see the power of god so many years ago africa was known as a dark continent there was no god in africa when the missionaries first came to africa they said there is nothing over here these people don't know anything about god our forefathers worshipped idols they did not know anything about god but revival came to africa you cannot believe what is happening in africa some meetings like in nigeria there's almost 10.5 million people in one meeting have you ever seen 10.5 million people in one service when they say amen you hear the ground shaking the dust goes up it's an ocean of people because jesus christ is alive can everybody say amen the same jesus that is touching africa the same jesus that's touching the nations of the world is the same jesus that is going to touch america america is about to experience the move of god we are living in a season of revival restoration god is going to do it again god is going to shake our nation he's going to shake our congregations he's going to shake our homes in the book of Haggai, chapter 2 and verse 10 the bible says in a a little while I am going to shake the heavens and the desire of all nations shall come and the glory of the latter church shall be greater than the glory of the former church God is about to shake the heavens somebody say amen and when he shakes the heavens something is going to fall from heaven he's going to fall in your city in Midland, Texas he's going to fall in your town in the mighty name of Jesus because God is about to do something new in something supernatural in Jesus mighty name 
I was in San Diego, California, and I was watching CNN in a hotel. I went to preach over there. And when I, when I was on, 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 uh, watching CNN, I saw they were telling people to come to Midland, Texas, because that's where the economy is good. And I saw people flocking here. They were showing the, num- the license plates from people from all over the world. Everybody was coming to Midland, Odessa, because the economy was good here, because there is oil here. You know, oil stands for power. The one who has the oil has the power. Oil stands for wealth. And God spoke to me and said, the day is coming. He said, I want you to go to Midland and you go tell the people, the day is coming. These people are not going to come here for oil. These people are going to come here because of the oil from heaven. Can somebody say amen? Because God is about to bless Midland so much that he's going to put this nation on uh, this city on the map that people are going to come here they're going to run here and they're going to come here seeking the face of god and we believe without a doubt that it's going to be at living water somebody say amen right here in the mighty name of jesus so prepare because great days are coming in the name of jesus something new is about to happen prepare yourself because it's about to rain a new season is coming you're coming close to the last move of God in your life that is going to shake the nations of the world. Lift your hand and say hallelujah. God is looking for hungry people, prisoners of hope. When you're hungry for God, nobody can push you to go to church. When you're hungry for God, you just keep going because you want more and more and more. So many people think that, oh, I cannot go to church all the time because I don't have this. God has not answered my prayers. I don't have things that other people have. I'm poor, I'm this. You don't know what poverty is. I grew up in poverty. You know, when I started this ministry in Africa, I had five people on my team and I had one bicycle. And I used to put five people on one bike. (laughs) Can everybody say amen? I was the driver of, of, the, of that bar, of whatever, bicycle. That was the church bus. Somebody say amen. One bike. And I was so skinny. You know, I still look skinny, but let me tell you something. I've added some weight because of American buffets. All you can eat. <laughs> Somebody say amen. When I came to America, I was like 28 in the West, but now, believe me, I am 36 in the West because of all you can eat. Can everybody say Amen. So I was, I was, uh, I was, I had five people on the bicycle and we are going down the hill. We are praising God because so many people had gotten saved in that village. And we are going down the hill and I'm, I'm on a bike with five people plus two sisters on there. So I lost the brakes. It was on a hill and the bike started going so fast. And I'm like, oh my God, Jesus, everybody was calling on Jesus and the bike did not stop. It, w- it was going like 65 per hour. And everybody's like, Jesus, please, please. <laughs> and, we, and we went and we hit a ditch and the bike broke. One tire went that way, another tire went that way. On that bridge, it was a, there was a river, a running river down there because in Uganda we have so many rivers. So we all fell in the river. Three of us plus two sisters, boom, in the river, plus the bike. In the church where we preached, they were was, was so poor, they could not give us an offering, so they gave us two chickens. That was the offering. Even the chicken, boom, in the river. <laughs> Real chicken, not Papa's chicken. Somebody say amen. 
<laughs> not churches, because some of you, you eat chicken, but you've never seen a live chicken in here in America. In a real chicken that moves. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Two chickens, boom, in a river. And then we are sitting in the river, we are crying. <laughs> you know, the sisters are crying, like, oh my God, how can God let this happen to us? And God reminded me, and he said, you know what, tell them to get out of the river. Because in Uganda, we have the rivers, but we also have crocodiles, and they live in there. God, <laughs> God told me, tell them to, to get out of the rivers. The, 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 the crocodiles may think God has blessed them. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody say amen. So I told them, everybody, pick everything. We took our broken bike plus our chicken and we ran out of the river. And I told them, don't cry. One day, we are not going to be five people on one bicycle. One day, we're going to fly in the air. One day, we're going to drive cars. And God is good that day came. And we are no longer riding bicycles because Jesus Christ is alive. Lift your hand and say hallelujah. God has blessed America so much, but the more God has blessed America, that's the more people are spoiled. You push them to go to church. You push them to come to Bible study. God's looking for hungry people. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the book of Isaiah, the Bible says, Isaiah chapter 60, Arise and shine, for the glory of God is rising upon you. God wants you to rise and see the goodness of God and see what God can do in your life. And God says, I'm going to give you double. Everybody say double. Can everybody say amen? God sent me to prophesy to you in this morning that he's going to give you double, 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 double blessings in your life. Double portion in your life. Double blessing in your life. Double favor. God is about to favor you so much that he's going to open the heavens for you. That he's going to give you something you cannot even pray for. Something that you cannot even fast for. Something that you cannot even imagine because he's just going to give you because of the favor of God. The favor of God. Double portion in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Double blessings in your finances. God is going to double your income in the mighty name of Jesus. Not because he wants to make you happy, but just because he wants himself to be glorified in your life in the mighty name of Jesus because we serve a living God in Jesus' mighty name. Can everybody say amen? America is so blessed. You know, this is the only country in the world where you pay for one drink and you drink another one free. They call it refill. <laughs> Can everybody say amen? In Uganda, there's no refill out there. You pay for every drink. But over here, when you drink one drink, they give you another one free. You can drink five. They call it refill. Because America is blessed so much. The first time I came to, Houston, to Texas, I went to Houston, and they told me, they said, we're going to take you to a place called Buffet, all you can eat. Can everybody say amen? amen. And they took me there, and they, the, the sister who took me there, she paid six ninety nine, and they gave me five plates. And I sat down, I'm like, how much are we going to pay for all this? I said, this is Golden Corral, it's America. You pay one price, and you eat all you can. 
And I sat down and I, with a tray and I went and I loaded the tray. I put everything on that tray because I had never seen that much food in my life. I put everything. To an extent, after carrying the tray, it was too heavy. I could not carry it because I was excited. Somebody said, Amen. I sat down and I ate for 45 minutes without breathing. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. <laughs> And after 45 minutes, <laughs> I couldn't, my eyes started closing. I couldn't eat no more. I told my sister, I said, I'm so tired. Take me home. And I've never seen this before. And she told me, you haven't even seen yet. She took me to another section called dessert. And there was more food. <laughs> I raised my hand. I said, God bless America. <laughs> Somebody say, amen. Lift your hand and say, God bless America. <laughs> Only in America. Somebody say, Amen. But the more God has blessed this country, that's the more people are spoiled. God is not going to take it away from us in order for us to get close to him. God just wants you to get on your knees and tell him thank you for everything. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you. Somebody say amen. Lift your hand and say thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Lord. That's what he wants to say. Thank you because when God blesses you, nobody can take that blessing away from you. God says, I'll give you double. Can somebody say amen? We are living in a season of power, in a season of miracle. God is a God of who remembers. America has been generous to the nations of the world. When Africa was living in darkness, when there was no hope, missionaries came over there and they brought us instruments and they brought us guitars. They brought us loudspeakers and microphones. And we went down the streets of Kampala. There was no hope in Kampala. Everybody was sad. Nobody could smile. It was so poor. The economy was so poor. And we began preaching the gospel in the streets of Kampala. And we told God, people, the day is coming that Uganda is going to be a different nation. Prosperity is coming. A new season is coming. Hope is coming. We began preaching. And let me tell you something. After a few years, when you come to Uganda, you cannot believe it. Can somebody say amen? It is a destination of everybody. People come from all over the world. They come from all over the world to go down there because of what God is doing. Miracles have happened because God is so faithful. And God cannot forget what America has done. God is so faithful. And God is going to restore whatever the enemy has planned to destroy. We are coming to a new season. I believe the day is coming when we're going to have a president in the White House that calls on the name of Jesus. I believe if the day is coming that the, the senators are all going to gather together every morning to pray before they make decisions. Somebody said hallelujah. I believe a day is coming that we're going to see revival at the Pentagon in the mighty name of Jesus Christ because the days of the enemy are numbered. The devil, the, the devil knows that we have, he has been outnumbered. Revival is happening around the world. We are not scared whatever we see on television in the Middle East, those are little things. We serve a mighty God. He's the Lion of Judah. Somebody shout hallelujah. He died and rose from the dead. He conquered death and Jesus Christ, he's alive and he's for us. And if God is for us, who can be against us?
if God is fighting for you, who can be against us? Somebody say amen. God is on your side. God is not against you. God is fighting for you. He has great plans for you. He has great plans for your children, for your family. Great days are coming. They are coming with new things in your life. New people are coming in your life. New people come with new ideas. New ideas bring prosperity. A new prosperity brings growth. Get ready because the heaven is about to open. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and say hallelujah. When I first came here, I went to Walmart. And uh, when I went to Walmart, I was trying to get into the store and the door was closed. When I got there, the door opened by itself. And I was wondering what happened, you know. And I went back again and I said, okay, let me try this one more time. When I came so close, the door opened by itself. And I asked people, I was like, what happened to this door? And they said, that door is pre-programmed that when you come close to it, it just opens by itself. All you got to do is keep moving forward. Can everybody say amen? You see, when God anoints you, your whole life is pre-programmed. When you keep moving forward, the doors are going to open for you. Can everybody say amen? You don't have to force anything. When God blesses you, the anointing you have received is upon you. And when you keep moving forward, the the doors are going to sense your presence there. And the doors are going to open for you because of the anointing that is upon your life. Somebody say amen. When God has blessed you, you're going to walk into doors, financial doors, and they're going to open in your life. All you got to do, keep moving forward. God sent me this morning to tell you a door is about to open in Midland, Texas for you. Somebody say amen. All the prayers you've been praying for all these years. God has got great plans for living water. And the plans of God is for you to take the city of Midland in the mighty name of Jesus. This is a new year. It's a new season. And the door is about to open because ever since you began to pray, every single day, the anointing has been getting stronger. Every time you get up there and worship, every time you raise your hands up there, the anointing on your life is getting stronger, is getting stronger. And ladies and gentlemen, that anointing is going to cause some doors in your life to open in the name of Jesus. They're going to open because of the glory of God that is upon you. Lift your hand and say hallelujah. I'm about to finish. A new season comes with new people. New people come with new ideas. And new ideas bring growth. And growth brings prosperity. God has got people that you don't know that exist that are about to walk in your life on your behalf just for you. Somebody say amen. Because of the favor of God upon your life. As we pray and we seek the face of God in America, we're not giving up. We are praying that God will change this nation. Starting from Texas. Can everybody say amen? Amen. 
I was in Los Angeles and I was, uh, I wanted to, to keep there preaching and God spoke to me and said, I want you to go back to Texas because Texas is the center of revival in America. Can everybody say amen? He said, go back to Texas. Go back to the cowboy land. Can everybody say amen? Because I'm about to use those people for the glory of God. Texas is the only state in America when you walk and you see Christian signs, crosses everywhere. You know, when you come to Denver, they've legalized marijuana and everything out there. But Texas people, they said, not here. Can somebody say amen? amen. Because Texas belongs to Jesus. What we're going to do, we're going to pray that beginning from here, this revival is going to go to New Mexico. It's going to go to Colorado. People are going to be touched by the hand of God. People are not going to be hungry just for sports. People are going to be hungry for the things of God. When you come to Africa, all the stadiums are packed with people. You come to church in America and sometimes when you shake a little bit and you wave your hands, people think you're crazy. It's, oh, these people move too much. And, oh, my God, I'm not coming to this church. They are crazy. They are very disturbing. They are disturbing my peace. And I'm trying to concentrate to stay in the spirit, but she's moving too much. <laughs> Movement is a sign of life. Somebody say amen. amen. Have you ever seen dead people? Dead people don't move. Can everybody say Amen. amen. <laughs> When you're dead, you're in one place, you can't move. But when you are alive, you move your hands because movement is a sign of life. Can everybody say hallelujah? So whenever you're praising God, you're dancing for Jesus, it is not because you're crazy, it is because you are alive. Lift your hand and say amen. Because people, some people don't move. They don't want to raise their hands. But when the Dallas Cowboys are playing, they go crazy like, oh, yes, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get excited for God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Because revival is coming. Good things are coming your way. Somebody say amen. Get excited and say, I am ready. I'm excited for my new season in my life. Lift your hands and do like this, everybody. Can everybody say amen? amen? I'll be done in a few minutes. Double portion. Everybody say double portion. Double, 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 double. I'm talking about double, 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 double upon your life. Double, double, double in your family. In the mighty name of Jesus. Double, double, double for everything. In the name of Jesus. Double, double, double in your finances. Double, double, double in your ministry. Double, double, double. We declare double here at Living Water. In the name of Jesus. Double, double, double anointing in your life. That's what God says. I will restore everything. And I will render you double portion. Return to the stronghold. Return into a stronghold. It is a place of prayer. Prayer is the language that God speaks. Whenever you're praying, you're speaking to God. Whenever you're praying is the language that God understands. Prayer is communication between man and God. Whenever we are praying, we are like we have logged to heaven. Heaven that come. Somebody say amen. amen. Whenever you're praying, you're connected to heaven. 
Whenever your praying is like logging to www.heaven.com, then you begin to see everything. You begin to see the glory of God, the manifestations of God, the power of God, the promises of God, healing, restoration, salvation. You know, when you're praying, that's the language that God speaks. One more scripture, Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7. The Bible says, ask. Everybody say, ask. You shall receive. Knock. The door will be opened to you. Seek. You will find. The prayer of asking is a prayer of faith. What moves God is not when you get angry and you don't want to come back to church no more. What moves God is when you stand in faith and say, I'm going to believe God. God has done it before and he's going to do it again. It's when you claim what belongs to you because we are children of God. In John chapter 1 and verse 12, the Bible says, To those that believed in him, he became them, he gave them the right to become children of God. So the Bible says, ask, you shall receive. And the Bible says, seek, you will find. I was coming this morning and I couldn't find my keys. You know what I did? (laughs) I looked for them. Can everybody say amen? Amen. Seeking simply means looking for it, seeking for it. The prayer of seeking is a prayer of intercession. Can everybody say amen? You intercede. You keep on coming. The more you keep coming, that's the more you're seeking God. When you come to Bible study, you are seeking God. When you come every Sunday morning, you're seeking God. Whenever you give, you're seeking God. And the Bible says, you will find it. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. I don't know how many years you've been coming to this church. But God sent me this morning and he says, you will find it. You're so coming so close. You're not almost, you're not far. You are this very, very close. Seek, you will find You're going to find it. The more time you spend with God, that's the more time that God spends with you. So every time you come over here, you're seeking the face of God. And God says, you're going to find what you're seeking for. And the Bible says, knock and the door shall be opened to you. If you come here and that door is closed and you stand there and you do like that and you stand there, you're going to be there all night. But knocking means this. Until somebody hears. Can somebody say amen? God is not looking for people that are going to do like this and complain. God's looking for people that are going to knock, 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 and the door shall be open to you. Amen. Can everybody say amen? amen? That is a prayer of warfare. Whenever you're praying in tongues, speaking in tongues, and calling on God and praying aggressively, you are knocking on the, on the, on the heavens, and the door is going to open for you in the mighty name of Jesus. When I was in Africa, God told me, you're going to America to be a missionary. And I said, how? I told my friends, I'm going to America. You know, and they said, are you crazy? You don't have no passport. You have no money. You don't know anybody in America. How are you going to do that? It's very far from here. I said, God told me to go. So I began praying. You know, in Africa, we have two seasons. We don't have winter and, and, and summer and fall and, and uh, spring. We have only two seasons, the raining season and the dry season. It was a raining season. And I sat down, you know, and I began to pray and call upon God. I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed in the rain. And everybody was thinking, you're crazy. You're going out of your mind. 
after praying for almost a month, somebody came knocking on my door. That was my brother. I was living in Kenya and he was living in Uganda. And he said, John, you li- I came, I've been looking for you for a week. I said, what is, is everything okay? He said, listen, get ready because next week on Wednesday, you're going to America. Can everybody say amen? amen. From nowhere. And I prepared myself and I told my friends, I'm going to America next week on Wednesday. And everybody was like, we've been with you over here. How did you do that? How did you do it? And I got on the plane and I came in America because prayer moves mountains. Can everybody say amen? Amen. Prayer moves mountains. And I came to America with no money. I had no place to live. I had no place to go. I just came and when I got in Washington, D.C., the immigration officer asked me and said, you're coming to America? What are you going to eat? you have money? I said, no, I don't have money. I don't have anything. He said, you know what? You're crazy. I'm going to deport you back to your country because you came here with no place to go. This is not the way it works over here. You have only $20 and that is one meal and that is it. And I told him, you know what? At least I came. Amen? I'm going to go back to Uganda and tell my friends I went to America for two hours. (laughs) Somebody say amen. Amen. So I went to America for two hours. At least I came. Because what moves God is not tears. What moves God is faith. And God honored my faith. And he opened a door for me. And I'm still here in the name of Jesus. And I even have a residence card. I can become a citizen if I want to. Because when you step out and do something, God is going to honor you. And he's going to take you to a place you've never been before. In Jesus' mighty name. Everybody say amen. Amen. Return to the stronghold. This is what the word says, and God says, I am going to give you double portion. I want everybody to stand up on your feet right now, and I want to pray for you. I want to pray for blessing. I want to pray for an anointing upon your life. I believe that God is here, and he's with us, and he's starting a new season in our lives, in our families. He's God. God has not planned any defeat for you, but only victory. It doesn't matter how long you've been waiting. You know, the Bible says that those that wait upon the Lord, they shall not be disappointed. I don't know where you are, what condition you are into, but in the name of Jesus, God is about to release favor upon your life. Just lift your hands where you are and begin to thank him. In the mighty name of Jesus. Brother, I want you to play number six on that sea. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you number six. We give you praise. Just lift your hands and begin to thank him for, for your life. Thank him for your family. Thank him. Just open your mouth and, j- and just thank him in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Yes, Lord Jesus. Let your praise
is happening to your life. Father, we give you praise. We worship you, Jesus. He's here. He's moving. He's touching your life. Jesus, let your glory Right now, you deserve nothing. 
to heal you right now in fact there's somebody that has got pain in your shoulder right here and God is healing you right now some of you have pain in your shoulder another person you have a heart condition and God is healing you right now there's another person with pain in your back and God is healing you somebody you're you're fighting sugar diabetes in your body and God is healing you right now if you've got any sickness and anything in your body I want you to come over here in front because we're gonna pray right now if you need prayer anything in your body that is affecting your life we're gonna pray right now in the name of Jesus brother play number five father we give you praise we give you praise thank you Jesus can we move this pulpit a little bit thank you Jesus thank you Jesus father Jesus if you've got any condition in your life come closer come close Jesus we're gonna pray for miracle your hand. Lord, we lift our hands and worship as we lift your holy name. You deserve the glory. and your destiny but God sent me this morning to tell you he has a great great plan in your life you're gonna do great things in this life prepare yourself for a new season is coming whatever has affected your life was not to destroy you was to make you a strong man lift your hand and say Jesus I am free in Jesus name I am healed. I am not afraid. Set my heart on fire. In Jesus' name. I will serve you, Lord, with all my heart. In Jesus' name. There's there's an anointing that is coming upon you. Double portion on you. Lift your hands and pray for this man. The devil has tormented him. You've been having sleepless nights. You haven't slept almost for a year. But in the name of Jesus, no more sleepless nights. In the mighty name of Jesus, because everything that has been bothering your mind is a lie of the devil. And I cancel it out in the name of Jesus. 
Father, thank you for setting Andrew free in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for a new season. Thank you for his destiny in his life, his family. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Son of the living God, you spirit of oppression, you cannot oppress this man. Witchcraft, I break you in the name of Jesus. Witchcraft, go! Touch his mind, Lord. Give him a new mind in the name of Jesus. A new mind, a new mind, a new mind, a new mind in the name of Jesus. A new mind. Touch this man, Lord. Fill him with your praises. People, clap your hands to Jesus. Give him praise. We declare victory. This is going to be a good year for you. This is going to be the best year of your life, 2015. I see doors open for you. When you get out of here, you're going out of here as a new man. In the name of Jesus. This is your season. This is your time. There's nothing wrong with you. In the name of Jesus. Everything is okay. In Jesus', Jesus mighty name, lift your hand and say, thank you, Jesus. Brother number one. Lift your hands, everybody, where you are. I'm finishing. Father, we give you a praise. How many of you want this fire to come upon, upon your life? Father Jesus. Father Jesus, we give you praise. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And you want this, do you want this fire? Better say fire. Lift your hands and receive a new season in your life. Father God, we, we believe a new beginning in everybody's life here. Father, we give you praise for your glory in the name of Jesus. Double, 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 double this year. In your life, in your family, in your businesses, in your place of work. In the name of Jesus, I speak double on your life. In Jesus' mighty name, in this church. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you for double in the youth in this church. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you for double in the children in this church. In Jesus' mighty name, we speak double for the women in this church. In Jesus Jesus mighty name double for the men in this church in Jesus mighty name clap your hands to Jesus and give him praise and worship him come on hallelujah thank you Jesus thank you Holy Spirit amen amen now listen to me God is doing something new in our in our times somebody say amen, amen. when you look at what is going on around the world the devil knows that his days are numbered. He's outnumbered. Somebody say amen. amen. The church is strong. The people of God are doing great things for the kingdom of God. And we are praying for revival to come to this nation. Can everybody say amen? amen. And I want you guys to pray with me. I want you to pray that God will change America. Amen. 
I want you to pray that God will do something supernatural, something very, very powerful in our time. And we are coming this close, close to the, to the last move of God. And the last move of God is going to be here in America. And then Jesus will come back. Somebody say amen. amen. Lift your hands and claim America for Jesus. America does not belong to Muslims. It belongs to Christians. This is a Christian nation. Somebody say hallelujah. And we are not afraid in Jesus' mighty name. We declare this nation as a nation and the God of Abraham, Isaac, and the God of Jacob, and the God of Israel. And everybody say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I want you to be seated for a few minutes. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, we give you praise. Just be seated for a few minutes. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much. Now listen, I am so excited to be in Midland. When I came to Midland, I just came like to stay for just to speak at one church and then go back and I got over here. And God just opened doors and I've been here for weeks and weeks. I didn't even carry enough clothes, enough shoes. I had to, to get everything from here. God told me, I want you to stay in Midland. Don't move anywhere. Can everybody say amen? amen. Said, just take it easy. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do what I said I'm going to do here. So I'm so thankful for Pastor inviting me to come and minister the word of God to be a blessing to you. Now, I brought you a CD. You know, I, I put this CD together. I played the keyboard. I'm a key, piano player. And I, I played the keyboard and I put some songs over here. Most of the songs on this CD, I wrote them myself in the villages of Uganda. Can somebody say amen? I wrote Keep the Fire Burning. There is a miracle for you. And I have a couple of songs on here that I wrote. Now let me tell you something. The way I get support to, for me to do what I'm doing, you know, is I ask for support. So I'm going to ask you to get a CD. Can somebody say amen? I'm going to be out there after that and after the service. And uh, I brought you some CDs over here. You can get it for $10, $20, $50. I've seen people give me $100 for this CD just to support me from going out to preach the gospel. Can everybody say amen? And I trust that God will touch your heart. I don't want to take any CDs with me because I have just a few few that are left but i want you to take this healing music i've got some songs over here that will bless your life sometimes we buy cds from the stores but we've never met the people but this one here i'm here and i want you to get the music over here and this music will touch you it's got ugandan culture in it some little american culture in it can everybody say amen so it is it is mixed with everything get a cd and support this ministry and i'm also um i have a book that is coming out i haven't published yet it's called america the new mission field and i'm when i publish it i'm gonna come over here so i can pastor can give me an opportunity to be able to tell you about my book that i've been writing for such a long time talks about all the stories of my life of how i grew up in africa in fact we have a very powerful church in uganda you know that is in kampala city can everybody say amen but get a CD and God will bless you. Thank you, Pastor. And I'm going to give you back the microphone. Thank you so much.